Good morning. morning. Welcome to morning prayers. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able and join in the responsive reading of Psalm 2. You can find it on page 1 in your Psalter. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? Let us burst their bonds asunder and cast their cords from us. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, I will tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son, today I have begotten you. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel.
Good morning. I have to admit, it is a slightly strange and intimidating task to stand here and speak to all of you today, instead of sitting and listening from the safety of the choir stalls. Although this is a space with which I am intimately familiar, and though I have sung for many of you on mornings when my voice was at its worst or when I felt under-rehearsed, apologies for innumerable cracks and squeaks over the past four years, uh, today this feels different. I am now the person whose thoughts I will compare to those of all of the other morning prayers speakers I have seen, the person whose ideas I will critique on the walk back downstairs to the choir room after the service. <laughs> and I'll be giving myself a lot to work with because today I've decided to talk about prayer at morning prayers. Uh, to begin, I would like to share with you one of A.R. Ammon's really short poems called Figuring Belief. Figuring Belief. Praying answers prayer. In the deep spells of inquiry and hope, a self enabled to rise again to the compromises and to the shattering, caring forms. The Memorial Church has been at the center of my Harvard experience from the beginning. Here, I found one of the most fulfilling musical experiences of my entire life in the first week of my freshman year. Here, I met some of my closest college friends. Here, fueled by free coffee, I wrote pretty much all of my senior thesis, much closer to the deadline than I would like to admit. Uh, when I add all of the time I've spent in the church basement performing my numerous duties as senior choir secretary, it becomes clear that the Memorial Church is not just significant for the number of experiences it has afforded me, but for its huge physical presence in my day-to-day -day life. However, even though I have spent more time here than almost anywhere else on campus, and even though I feel incredibly welcomed, supported, and appreciated by everyone in the Mem Church community, I've never felt completely comfortable in this space. This is not the fault of anyone here. It's because I do not believe in God. I have spent much of my time over the last four years attempting to clarify and negotiate my complicated feelings about religious belief, organized religion, and going to church. And after many services worth of reflection, I'm still left feeling somewhat ambivalent. I love passing the peace and singing We Gather Together, but during Lent, I gloss over the somber and penitential words of the hymns and focus on the harmony instead. I find the prayers of the church carefully crafted and full of eloquent calls for peace and justice to be inspiring and heartening, but I do not like the notion of confessing my sins in a public way or following a standard scripted prayer to do so. And of course, Although I find so much about singing in church to be incredibly moving, just yesterday my eyes welled up with tears as we sang Stephen Paulus's Pilgrim's Hymn. I cannot understand or accept for myself the role of a higher power in all of this. But instead of focusing on the details that continue to confound me, cherry-picking my likes while ignoring my dislikes, I would like to turn again to prayer, a practice that my time at the Memorial Church has led me to seriously reconsider. Without a God to whom I could direct my prayer, I once found the idea of praying strange and nonsensical. As I've already mentioned, I do not enjoy or find much meaning in set prayers since they often focus on ideas of repentance, profession of belief, or on the praise of a higher power. In general, I do not recite them as I do not want to take away from the meaning that they hold for others by saying them without conviction or intention. However, as I have also mentioned, I find the prayers written by our ministers and seminarians specially for the congregation or specifically for this moment in our troubling world, to be very moving and profound. It is in these prayers that I see what Ammon's poem is getting at, 
the idea that in these deep spells of inquiry and hope that prayer requires, we are able to find ourselves and strengthen ourselves to face the compromises and the shattering, caring forms that define and complicate our everyday life. This in itself is both a prayer and an answer to a prayer, whether a higher power is listening or not. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now I would invite you to stand as you are able, and join in the singing of our hymn, um, which I believe is 232. Thank you. I don't have the name in front of me. I'm sorry.
And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with loving kindness and grant you peace. And may God watch between and among us, holding us fast and keeping us close until we meet again. Amen. Amen.